Hi there, and welcome to episode one of the TriCast. This is a podcast where we talk with people from all over the place who share the common character trait of trying. Trying something new, different, unlikely, and sometimes incredibly challenging. These people are no different to you and I, but it's their acts and the effect they have on the people around them that contributes to the growing good of the world, and that makes things better for you and me. Today I'm sitting down with Anna Hayes, who's in charge of junior programs and education at Code Like a Girl. Code Like a Girl is a really cool program that teaches women, both young and mature, and I put myself in the latter category, how to code, gives them confidence to pursue careers in the tech sector, and most importantly of all, helps challenge long-held biases around careers for girls versus careers for boys. Anna, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. (laughs) I'm so excited about today's podcast because I've been a fan of Code Like a Girl for some time and as a woman who who works in in the digital industry, I I do see skill sets that boys come with versus skill sets that that girls come with. So to see an organisation that is really seeing that too and, and, and... doing everything to empower young women and probably older women like myself <laughs> to to upskill in that way is, is is so super exciting so thanks thanks for coming along thanks for having us and uh it, it's really exciting that more people are you know gaining interest and hearing about us and and that kind of thing yeah so yeah. let's start now you are a primary school teacher yes and in your own words to me a girl who really doesn't know that much about coding. <laughs> so let's talk about how um, you became involved with Code Like a Girl. So uh, when I started teaching at the primary school, it was quite a small school with quite a small staff. And I realised pretty quickly that there wasn't really enough being done by the staff or by the school in terms of ICT and digital curriculum and that kind of thing. So look for, for ICT is an acronym for... Information communication technology. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we had a, f- we didn't have a lot of funding either. So we had a few iPads, we had a few laptops. Teachers were kind of working in isolation. So if you're a teacher that was skilled in it, you were teaching it. If not, it was kind of going to the wayside. So I approached the principal and said, I really want to get this up and running a bit better. Essentially, just trusted me and said, Go for your life. Tell me what you need which was brilliant, but it also meant I didn't have a huge amount of direction. So I just started, um, as anyone would, just Googling information technology programs for kids and coding for kids and that kind of thing. And as I was going through it all, um, I found there wasn't a huge amount that was readily available. There was a lot of articles and information. So it took quite a long time to curate enough curriculum and activities to share with my staff to you know get the program up and running so the first part of that was you had to go through all the research and sort of present a plan yes yes, exactly was that plan sort of engaging kids from say grades one and two it was foundation to grade six wow yeah gee that'll teach you to (laughs) put your hand up (laughs) you know too ambitious so that yeah that's something I'm still working on at the school and continually updating and continually um you know professionally developing staff but in all that research I stumbled upon code like a girl uh just came up in a google search and it was still very very early days for them 
So what, what, when were we talking? Um, this was maybe three or four years ago. Yeah. Maybe three years ago because yeah. I don't think they're quite that old. So it was still in their first year of operation. I um, stumbled upon their website and I kind of stopped what I was doing. I was like, right, I don't know how relevant this is for school, but I'm really interested in this. And at that stage, they were just, as I said, still launching, still starting off, and they were just doing women's meetups. So, so we should um, kind of just yeah, qualify what back, that is. Yeah, um, so going back a step, Ali, who Ali Watson is um, one of the co-founders and, you know, had the idea of Code Like a Girl, She's in computer science. Um, she studied in Scotland, came to Australia, and I'm not from the tech industry, but by all accounts, I believe you really need to keep up to date with, you know, the ever-changing technology yep. and skills. Insert here, and, yes. yes. <laughs> um, so she was going to all these meetups and finding she was the only female, yeah. which is hard. Yeah, really hard to be that one person. and. So she basically started these women's meetups where women in the industry could get together, be it with a guest speaker or with a glass of wine or just on an evening after work in a really relaxed environment, really welcoming environment, um, just to network. So that's kind of where they were at when I became interested. I don't know why I was drawn so much to them just being in the tech, in them being in the tech industry and me being in education. But once I found their website then I started doing more research into okay what is this you know gender gap in in that industry why is that happening and just yeah kind of became interested in so I guess you went to some of the meetups and I think yeah some of the discussion is hey I'm coming from education here which would be a massive light bulb yeah in terms of so that's where we need to start yeah Um, so there are more women eventually that, that yeah. yeah so I um I started following them and kind of kept looking at their Facebook and looking at their website and it, it was very early days on their website so it just said if you're a vo- if you'd like to volunteer contact us with not a huge amount of information which has since been updated <laughs> so I kind of kept that on the back on the back burner and just kept plugging away at, at school and and then I just started doing my own research into this, as I said, the gender imbalance. And coincidentally, another lady that I used to work for started running this tech diversity program where they were looking at highlighting um, diversity in the tech industry, whether it be, you know, through women in tech or disadvantaged groups in tech or, you know, small little niche parts mm-hmm. of the demographics, getting them more involved in tech. And they had a gala dinner coming up and it was celebrating all of these um, companies and it was an awards ceremony and I'd read the who was shortlisted and Code Like a Girl were on there and I spoke to this lady Deirdre and I said oh, I'm thinking about coming and she said oh, I should absolutely come and I said I've got no one to come with and <laughs> at the time you know I was I was way out of my my depth here and we were saving for a house and the tickets were expensive and my partner was like oh I'm not super interested in coming but it's not like the um brown low (laughs) (laughs) so I just bit the bullet when was on a table with no one that I knew but it was just a really inspiring night networking with people and I'm quite an introvert by nature and networking doesn't come naturally to me at all so kind of set the challenge for myself and I thought god just get through the night and yeah. try and speak to you know five people yeah. network with five people 
Um, anyway, Ali was there that night and I kind of introduced myself and said, I'm Anna, I'm really interested in what you're doing. Um, I'd love to volunteer and talk about maybe some junior workshops um, rather than just the, you know, the, the ones you're doing currently. The yeah. yeah. And they won an award that night. They won two awards that yeah. night. And she was on a massive high and she was like, yeah, it's great to meet you. Let's keep in contact. And, and we did and I emailed her. But then a couple of weeks later there was another meet up and I think it was their one year yep. birthday anniversary yep. Yep. so this is really so, early yeah, days I turned up at that turn and I was like hi remember <laughs> me <laughs> still really keen on helping you I still you know I've, I've got these ideas I'm really inspired by what you're doing and yeah it just went from there and we caught up for a coffee and she said oh actually you know we're really interested in looking at junior workshops and you're kind of the missing link she said I've got a few volunteers that are interested but they're all they've all got a tech background and you know they're kind of scared of talking to kids <laughs> um, which is yeah, such a, a lovely yeah. part of the story because here yeah. you are it's just a lovely story yeah. at this stage about volunteering and yes. putting yourself out of your comfort zone yeah. which is and uh, god i was yeah. I was, I was so far out and so many there. people are like that and, yeah. and and to to go to something like a, a gala or a dinner yeah. and sit around table with strangers is a whole other challenge but also by doing that the input you have into code like a girl and where they are now is yeah. is, is really the exciting stuff of, of not you know while it's still always important to network with women in the industry and, yeah but to to be influencing young girls mm. so so you were the missing link yeah in, so in many ways. It, it was just and once we started talking we we, it was just endless. We were just bouncing ideas off each other and, oh, how about we do this? How about we do this? And this could lead to this. And, yeah. Um, yeah, so after that we started our first junior workshop, which would have been a couple of years ago. Yeah. So let's bring it um, let's bring it parallel. So you've still got your project for your kind of like pilot project for your primary school. Yes. So yeah. that that's yeah. sort of... In so the yeah, that was ticking away, and by that stage, I'd I'd started things in my own classroom because um, I thought if I can lead by example yeah. and show other staff how it's done, yeah. then hopefully they'll become which is amazing. And, and, yeah. yeah, I wish. Yeah, I, I don't have kids, but uh, you sound like the kind of teacher that if I did, I would be finding <laughs> where you teach and and moving into that area and and making sure that my kids are enrolled in your class. But were some of the, the programs that you were thinking and working with with the team at Code Like a Girl, things that you could test in your own classroom? Yeah, very yeah. much so. So one of our first workshops was um, primary school aged um, for juniors and it, it was little bits and pieces that I'd picked up from my teaching that I could then transfer across. So just the way that it was structured and how long I knew they'd be able to concentrate for and how much direct instruction they need versus how much freedom they need to just tinker and play around with it themselves. It was, yeah, a really smooth transition for myself to be able to just, um, you know, carry across my teaching skills from in the classroom to, to working with Code Like a Girl. So let's talk about your in a classroom wherever you hold the, yes. the workshop yeah. and you've got all these coders who are terrified of eight-year-olds. Yes. <laughs> you know, and you're facilitating. Did the kids, did the little, did the girls come willingly to the workshop or do you think they were brought by parents who were like, no, this is... 
we want you to learn these skills and I, they were they I were not that exciting. I think exciting. they were um, very interested, but initially a lot of our girls that were coming through, their parents were in the tech industry. Uh-huh. So I, I believe that our when we started these workshops, I think a lot of people on our mailing list were in the industry. Right. So they'd seen their mum or they'd seen their dad do it. So they kind of had that background knowledge. Whereas now we're just getting, you know, girls from everywhere. And I think it's to do with girls are doing a bit more at school. Um, so then their parents are doing a bit of following up and looking into where, you know, if so-and-so's come home and said, oh, I love doing this. Yeah. Then, How can I? Yeah, parents are more just taking upon themselves. Yeah. Uh, so let's yeah so let you had these eight eight year olds or, or yeah so them? I think one of our first workshops was about yeah grade two three <laughs> oh my yeah. goodness and yeah. and what was the there was lots of learnings I imagine from that but what the, you found that did the kids really get into it it was a whole way yeah way of thinking for them yeah or? it was and it was initially that awkward shyness yeah so they all came in very shy and it's new for a lot of girls that go to co-ed schools just to hang out with girls for the afternoon but I think it's really nice yes yeah so they kind of came in looking around wondering is it going to be too hard and I do in teaching I do find that real fear of failure and perfection is quite prominent in a lot of young girls so there's that you know worry is it going to be too difficult am I going to get it wrong what's it going to be like and Without having ever been to something like that before, yeah. you you know, there was a bit of, sometimes there's a little bit of apprehension. So we just really try and structure the workshop to break that down before they get into it. Yeah, so. and, and that interesting thing that, that touch on, suddenly there were no boys mm. in the classroom and yes. obviously as a primary yeah. school teacher you would yeah. see hugely different behaviours and... Yeah. and, and yeah. between boys and girls that I'm, I'm sure would be quite entrenched. Yes, in them. yes. So, yeah, just girls communicating with each other, a completely different vibe. Yeah, yeah, completely different. Yeah. It's also really interesting doing the workshops. You know, when you're teaching at a school, you're always going to have kids that are there, but they're disinterested or they've got something else going on at home or that kind of thing, whereas at the Code Like a Girl workshops, you've got girls that they just want. They just really want to learn coding and yeah. yeah. So we'll we'll fast forward because this is so exciting. So we're perhaps the, the code like a girl is about three years old yes. now, um, and your education and curriculum lead, which is yeah. quite a, um, yes. a meaty title and a big, a big yeah. responsibility. Yeah. What what are the ranges of what type of are they women of all ages who who comes to a, a workshop? I, I noticed from I your don't. website, I should yes. say that they are sold. Out yes. well yeah, in advance. They do sell out very so I'm seeing, seeing that demand is is you guys are struggling to keep up with the demand, yes. of it, which is a fantastic yeah. thing. But yeah, what, who who goes to? So um, the I'll just quickly touch on the meetup. They are targeted at women, but we often get a few men there, and we're more than welcome. They're more than welcome to come, but they are targeted as a networking event. We do have guest speakers at those, so we often pick a theme. So it might be breaking into the tech career, so for women that want to get into it and have no idea where to start, or technology and health sciences. And we try to have a theme, um, a few guest speakers, male or female, just whoever's we think will be the most engaging and qualified in that area, and then a 
big element of it is that mingling and networking. The workshops, we do adult workshops, we do teen workshops and we do junior workshops. It really is a huge range, you know, range of range of people who come and get, I guess it depends on the workshop. So we do do introductory workshops. Um, we had one that was just the basics on how to build your own website. So that might be someone that's wanting to do an online portfolio or someone that's just starting their own business and might not be in the tech industry as such but needs those tech skills to... It's almost... I, I find it's almost like a, a basic anatomy language. Yes. You, know, you sort of yeah. have to be able to uh, talk, un- understand sort of a back end of a website if, yeah. you, if you work in, in a digital yeah. um, role right across the board. And most of the roles now yes. are becoming, yeah. you know, back end publishing, yeah. uh, you know, and I um, think even HTML, just, those kind of things. Yeah, even just understanding it helps you know who to ask yeah absolutely yeah if you don't really know anything at all you don't know where to start who to ask for help who to delegate to so yeah yeah, huge range um so i wouldn't be i'd be in the adult class beginners i'm missing next to an eight-year-old who's probably learning five times (laughs) ten times the rate of me no (laughs) so we do um we definitely separate our ages so um you know we might have an eight to twelve year olds workshop a 12 to 15 year olds and then an adult workshop and they're all yeah quite different so and what do the uh, and i know you have uh, over the school holidays you have a program that's yes, a bit longer than a day code yeah. camps and how long do they um so they're similar to a school day so they the kids are there for the whole day the girls and it runs for three days consecutively so we just launched that in um the january school holidays just gone so we had three days consecutively as junior workshops and then three days i think we branded them as intermediate but it was more the ages, so yeah, I yeah. think they were, um, you know, years uh, six or seven to nine. I can't yep. remember off the top of my head, yeah. And do girls, so the girls kind of come in and, you know, it was really interesting. I was listening to a, a podcast recently for the in it being into, the founder of Refinery29 being interviewed, yeah. and she said when she started, you know, from her, her background in her 20s, you know, she was tasked with kind of trying to cobble together a website because she had done a bit of coding on the, you know, and she had all these skills. And I think that's where I see women armed with these skills that can start their own businesses and become these entrepreneurs and also start up businesses in their dorm rooms that become, you know, global entities, I hope. But what what kind of things do, do the girls generally want to make um i think a lot of them when they come in they don't really know what to expect when we do actually get to the tech side of things as soon as we say build a game or build a website or build an app design the younger ones straight away go for anything to do with cats and dogs and puppies (laughs) (laughs) the world needs more of that (laughs) if you say build a website it'll be um it'll just be cute little yeah you know yeah gifts of this that and the yeah. other um i love the teenage ones because as soon as you say build a website it's for them just their stage of development is so much about role modeling yeah. so they'll want to do it on their favorite actor or their favorite band or you know something yeah. that's meaningful and cool yeah. Um, yeah for them yeah it's it's really funny seeing what they do we had a gorgeous one website built in our junior workshop and it was how to code so she was trying to build a website to teach other girls how to code which was 
amazing. Oh, that's, a sis- yeah. that's the sisterhood yeah. in, in yeah, operation, isn't it? Yeah, it was lovely. It? And another girl had, she wanted more of a blog style. Yep. So without any input from us, she was just listing all the names of all the friends she'd met at her code camp and, you know, saying so-and-so's this and they're really intelligent and really good at maths. And just, yes. it was just gorgeous. Yes. So. And I guess that's a, a nice segue onto bringing it back into the classroom. The end game, the end output is cr- super creative. Yeah. Um, yeah. So how are you? Are you able to? So this great stuff that's happening and these part, you know, you're, yeah. you're, it's on the flight. Seems like it's really. Yeah. Um, you, you, all these learnings you're, you're yeah. taking. How are you now thinking about? Is it? Is it sometimes with with STEM subjects and maths? not able to see that that can get you into a creative industry because you can build your own website and start your business, yeah. business or so a fan site. In, yeah. our, in our workshops themselves, they are not just about coding. Um, so one of the major things that we really focus on is role modelling. Yeah. So a big focus of the workshops is just exposing them to role models in the industry that are female, yep. just so they've got someone to relate to and identify with another huge part is that social networking so we kind of engineer the workshops so that girls are working together and working collaboratively and looking at each other's work and it's not like school where you can't copy you're meant to say how did you do that how can you help me so yeah we try and really foster that friendship and the networking side of it even you know yeah seven and eight year olds you you want them to to feel that real sense of working together yeah. um, towards that shared goal. I, I should say, when you talk about role models, the team at Code Like a Girl are not your average looking teachers. You know, you've got yes. these cool, yeah. edgy no, we, tech chicks that have yeah. got, got sleeve <laughs> yeah. tattoos and, yeah. and, and, you know, so it's a, a pretty cool teacher. I yeah. can't recall ever having a teacher like that, that's for sure. In terms of, you know, I, I sometimes feel too that... that people feel especially women if I didn't start learning to code earlier on Mm. I kind of miss the boat on that and I can't you know it's just too hard to learn yes is there um, an opportunity for someone to come to one of your workshops perhaps a little bit older yeah and say listen I mean I can use a computer and I I use social media or you know average computer user yeah but that's sort of where it ends, you know. Yeah. I know they're black screens with yeah. text streaming down. Is, is that kind of level of, I've never done it before, is there room for someone like that to Yeah, learn? definitely. So um, some of our workshops are really targeted at beginners. So just giving a basic overview of how things work. And I know with a lot of our workshops, we kind of give some information on what's next. So you've done your two hours, you've done your three hours, here's what you can do to follow on you know go to this website check out this contact us and we do get quite a, a lot of emails from people wanting support <laughs> what like yeah, the, no, like the just, tech line i'm always yeah, well, on hold with just, you know we do get quite a <laughs> yeah. few emails so, you know i loved it where do i go oh, next or yeah. i get um flicked on to me quite a few emails of teachers saying hi i really like what you're doing can you just point me in the right direction of 
how to teach this at yeah, school. I've yeah. got no idea where to start. So yeah, yeah we're definitely, you know, which which leads on to the, anyone. Yeah, yeah, that's. Yeah. A, um, I think I should <laughs> definitely uh, go to a, a workshop. And if you can work with me, you can, we can teach anyone. Yeah, when when you talk about that, that's when it's really exciting because that's when this is so crucial and so important, and it feels like. And it, it, it drives me nuts that it's not really being developed in curriculum. Yes. But, but you're sort of applying it in a really practical fashion, saying, well, this is what worked, and in, you know, in our pilot workshop and this is what didn't. Yeah. And you are sort of building yeah. that curriculum. Do you think that, that schools will invest heavily in it? Well, a couple of years ago um, the Victorian curriculum board actually brought out a digitech curriculum and it was mandatory um, I think by the end of last year that all schools had to teach the digitech curriculum to their students. Now they had a go at providing some examples but it's quite a vast and also quite a vague curriculum so it's not just about sitting kids down on computers it's problem solving skills it's analytical thinking it's sequencing it's just that logical side of working things through um, which you might get with playing with lego if you are a young boy or yeah, meccano yeah. but you're not going to get yeah. cuddling a doll yes um unless you're solving a wardrobe yes. crisis yeah. or something yeah. for your barbie but yeah those those problem solving skills are really ingrained in little boys yeah so we so the curriculum's been brought out but I think one of the issues with why boys are often more advanced is if you look at the games targeted towards boys if you walk in any store that sells video games it's so many of them are targeted towards those traditional boy kind of games and ideas and things that they're interested in and there's a very small portion that um, targeted towards girls so and I, I don't even need to go into yeah, um, yeah, you yeah. know how yeah. ingrained gender yes, is yeah, in yeah, totally. in kids that's a whole nother issue but you know if we're saying that it, it is quite ingrained in kids then if a girl's saying well I want to play a game for girls if there's not that many games for girls then how can they pursue that and so you've got boys that are coming through school that play video games all the time and girls going well it's not really any video games that are good for me lego have brought out these lego i can't remember what they're called the kids at school talk about them all the time but little lego sets and they're more targeted towards girls but they're not as construct construction based they're you know more just moving ponies around and kind of, whereas the boys things are really still yeah. I'm going to build yeah. a space station yeah. or something yeah. yeah and so I think all of that kind of just perpetuates it and then I don't know what all of the statistics on this but I just see a lot of girls come through with a real fear of failure and mm. not wanting to try things and well they're happy to try it if they know that there's a low risk in them getting mm. it wrong and so in one way, the girls are less confident. Yeah, and that's what coding is. That's what I say at school all the time. I'm like, guys, you're not going to break this. Just try it and you'll get kids going, but how do I get it to move that way? And it's like, well, you've got it to move the other way. Just yeah, play yeah, around, yeah, yeah, you'll yeah, get there. Yeah. yeah, just lacking that real uh, confidence to just go, oh, I'll work it out. 
So with the because it's, it's, we're talking about a three year journey really yeah, here, aren't yeah. we? From from you yeah. starting off, yes, going to your principal and saying I've got an idea, yeah. and him saying run with it, and you're yeah. like oh oh, oh yeah. okay, yeah. <laughs> to you know you being a, a curriculum lead, which is must be such a core foundation pillar of of code like a girl, yeah, which is so exciting. So. Where is where do you think Code Like a Girl's sort of evolving towards starting as a sort of a meetup with with networking meetup for women working in tech now is is it sort of moving or evolving to primarily an education organisation? Um, no, that's definitely growing, but we're still um, trying to really nurture the passion and enthusiasm for women wanting to get into tech. So two things we've started, we have an internship program. So that's about getting female interns in and finding really great nurturing environments for them to work in. So, you know, that's about getting girls at that age where they're studying or women that are studying later in their career and trying to get, just bridge that gap of trying to get them in to the job or get them into the workforce so there's that that's running we've also got a program called working space which similarly it's companies coming to us saying hey we really value diversity gender diversity in the workforce here's our company here's what we do please can you push it out to all your women and see if anyone's involved so there is still that side of um, getting women into the industry and really supporting them and making sure that they're not well not getting disheartened and discouraged mm-hmm. and going into one of these companies that's just got this real bro attitude yeah. around yes. tech. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so that's one side of it. And then we are also um, really expanding the workshop side. So last night we had an event in... Adelaide that was launching Code Like a Girl in Adelaide. Last May, we launched in Sydney. So there'll be meetups there. Um, we've I went up last year and did a workshop in Sydney as part of Sydney Science Fest. And then we're really excited at the moment. We're working on, which is one of our big projects at the moment, is a curriculum portal. So basically, it's the Code Like a Girl workshops and all the curated content that we've got for the workshops they're basically going to be packaged and bundled and put together for educators and parents and teachers to access it's great which is what you were um, yeah, looking for three which, years ago yeah, and didn't which exist. is what i was looking yeah. for and <laughs> um, the point of difference with that is we really want to make a big focus on also including those female role models yeah. and and there is there is definitely a gap in tech and most teachers are women so it's bridging that gap as well. You know, we're, we're wanting to teach tech, but then you've got all these teachers who are scared of teaching it because they've got no idea what they're doing. I guess it's that kind of thing. If I'm a, I, I'm a teacher and I'm teaching kids to read, I can read, yes. you know. And I think that, that sometimes just, I don't have kids, but, you know, I'm playing with friends' kids. They kind of can sense when they know more than you. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they'll let you know. And, yeah. And that, that's, the, um, yeah. that's the ultimate humiliation. With, yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, is this thing on? I don't know how to use it. And they're, uh, yeah. you know. So that I can I can see that the lack of confidence from a teacher's point of view would obviously affect yeah. um, their ability to 
engage their kids. Yeah. The kids be teaching exactly. the teacher. Yeah. And sometimes that's okay. Sometimes yeah. it's just, you know, a matter of leading. Oh, how do you do this? Well, I'm not sure, but let's work it out together. Yeah. But yeah, you still need to have although you may lack the knowledge, you still need to have a basic confidence yes. in yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. So it's a it's a great story. So um Kodaka Girls in Mel- founded in Melbourne. Yes. Launched in Sydney last year. Yeah. Adelaide this week, which is huge. Yes. The plan is to sort of have groups in all the capital yeah, cities. Yeah, yep. So with the launch of the curriculum um, portal, when that gets up and running, we'll also be able to, you know, put our workshops up and replicate what we're doing hopefully in Melbourne. So we could have a Sydney team working on the same kind of curriculum, running the same code camps, and we can just share that information yep. with them in Adelaide. And I'm sure it will just yeah. keep growing. So. And I love uh, that you, you were sort of saying before, but it's really important that we open the opportunity for kids that might be at a disadvantage to yeah. access and this, we've these also kind of got, skills. I can't talk about it too much, but we've got another big project um, in the pipeline that is finding a way to take what we're doing at Code Like a Girl into more rural areas. Because yes. one of yeah, one of the things that we won't tell anyone. No, <laughs> I won't tell you any more details. But I know that one of the things that Ali was really passionate about in her vision, and Vanessa is also very passionate about in the work that she's done. Um, you know, in her career is just making it accessible. So not just having it in the capital cities and mm. just really getting out there and making sure that everyone kind of has access to yeah. it. So Oh, it's a great yeah, story. It's very exciting. And I think there's there's a this is a great story in your journey with it. Yeah. But I also think it's a, a really good story of as self described introvert who thought, Oh, Volunteer. I'm not sure if this was a you've, one yes. of your yeah. first experiences yeah. of volunteering yeah. and putting yourself out of your comfort zone. Yeah. But the where that's what that's brought you and yeah. what that's brought lots and lots of girls through through the curriculum and education yeah. we've been no, doing is very fortunate. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's a, it's quite a good story in terms of what you get out of volunteering yeah. and what you put in. It doesn't seem like you're an introvert anymore. <laughs> no, <laughs> working on it. But, but, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just as well, just the networking side yeah. of things. I mean, there's a lot of women working behind the scenes um, at Code Like a Girl. There's a lot of volunteers and... Yeah, who, who, who does... So it's, you don't necessarily to be involved or perhaps put your hand up or volunteer or go, look, you don't necessarily have to... To know how to code I mean like you do yeah so there's most women most of our volunteers do have a tech background but yeah. and god they're clever we've got someone with a, a master's in this and a bachelor yeah. in this and huge amount of study huge amount of experience but then we've got people that are really skilled in events yes so right. they're volunteering helping run the events Ali or Vanessa recently popped you know in our group chat that we've got hey can you all just send me what your qualifications are I want to include them in a grant submission we've We've got people with multiple degrees. We've got a zoologist. We've oh, got, wow. you know, yeah. someone with event planning yeah. Yeah. Um, PR, experience. On, so yeah. diverse. And I think that's one of the main things I've got out about it. It's just being connected to these women and, you know, just even um, on our internal communication, it's just a lot of the time we've got this channel and it's, 
hey, does anyone know what to do about this? Or yeah, does anyone yeah, know how yeah. to help with this? Or did anyone see this article and think it was outrageous? Just, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. That community. Which women are great at. at yeah, that's how, that's how yeah. we roll kind of yeah. things. a great thing about yeah. how we get things done or how we learn and yeah. collaborate. Yeah. So. so I don't know how how we've been lucky enough to get so many great volunteers on yeah. board, but, God, they're brilliant. Yeah. They're really just inspiring, clever women, and I think that pushes yeah. everyone well, that's, to that's just keep going. Just kind yeah. of being in the orbit of, of that kind of enthusiasm yeah. and intelligence and yeah female way of doing things yes. is pretty cool yeah. so oh it's well yeah. what a great story and and um what a code like a girl what a what a wonderful success story for melbourne yes um hq and and yeah. everyone but it, it seems like it's exciting to talk to you in a year's time yes yeah, definitely and see, and see where we've it's gone a, it's yeah. a really lovely thing to watch yeah. and I know your yeah, the website is www.codelikeagirl.org? Or yes. .org. Yeah. And you can buy, the merch is very cool on you the site. You can buy the merch. Yeah. And so I know you're, stay tuned. Yes, you are. Yes, yes. So there's a new yeah. website on the way. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with your, your no, current website. That's cool as well, obviously. Yeah. But you can, you can, you know, the branding of Code Like a Girl is so fun and so yes. cool. And you can yeah. even buy, you've got tote bags and T-shirts yes. and yeah. baby. Little baby ones. Little baby outfits. Get for, young. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for your six-month-old yeah. to wear to Code Like a Girl. So it, it's just everything that's going on there is really cool. So congratulations for being a part of something. Thank you. So yeah, great. And thanks, exciting. Anna, for coming to talk to us today. Thank you very much. See you later. See ya.